Time for this week's edition of the Source Weekly Update. Out of the press and into your ear. Every week, found wherever you get audio. And now, let's take a look at some of the highlights from this week's Source Weekly, Volume 24, Issue 2, dated January 9th. From our outside section, Youth Sports Upgraded. BEA, MBSEF, and Bend Hoops all expand and look toward the future with new facilities and programs by Damian Fagan. When it comes to sports, there's a lot going on for Bend youth. Peruse the Bend Park and Recreation District's playbook and you'll see a diversity of programs. But beyond PPRD's numerous parks, sports fields, and facilities, other organizations such as Bend Endurance Academy, Bend Hoops, and Mount Bachelor Sports Education Foundation are also building toward the future. MBSEF pours a foundation. The Mount Bachelor Sports Education Foundation celebrated its 90th anniversary in 2017 and has touched the lives of many Bendites through the generations. Many skiers have passed through the program to national or international success, including Kiki Cutter, Karen Shearshaw, Sherry Bland, Mike Lafferty, and Tommy Ford. Cutter was the first American to win a World Cup ski race, and Tommy Ford won his first GS World Cup race in early December. Still, they've never had their own facility. That changed when MBSEF secured a parcel in Northwest Crossing and started a capital campaign. In November 2017, at our annual snowball dinner and auction, we announced a goal of $4 million, said Scheimer. Currently, somewhere over the $3 million mark, construction continued with the second pouring of the foundation in late December. The facility will be called the Bill Healy Training Center and is slated to open this August. It's really been humbling to see the support for the project and how much MBSEF has meant to a lot of people, Voiceheimer. Bend Endurance Academy moves. BEA moved its climbing operations to the Bend Rock Gym this past August. Our competition-level team now has 26 kids, and there's no way we could have run an effective practice at our old BEA facility at one time, said Mike Rougeau, BEA Climbing Director. As the Ben Rock Gym also expanded last summer, space became available to accommodate BEA's climbing program, which has about 50 participants in development, high school, and competition-level teams. Bend Hoops expands beyond basketball. Bend Hoops, which opened about five years ago as the first dedicated basketball facility in Bend, offers gym time, camps, clinics, and skill development by coaches who have strong basketball backgrounds. Other places in town require parents to stay with kids who are under 12 years old, said owner Kevin Cox. We have a gym manager on duty at all times, which allows parents to drop off their kids and feel safe knowing that the kids are being supervised. Over time, however, Cox has learned that sustaining a gym through just basketball is a challenge. In order to sustain the basketball program, Bend Hoops decided to offer youth or adult activities in sports, such as volleyball, table tennis, futsal, and pickleball, to keep the gym busy. And with the completion of their outdoor mural, which faces west along the parkway, the location at 1307 Northwest 1st Street in Bend is also now a lot more visible. Now from Chow, our food section. More tacos, please. Vita e Tacos is Ben's newest taco hub. If there's one thing that Ben loves more than craft beer and working remotely, 
It's tacos. With that being said, there's yet another source for traditional and unique street tacos. Vida y Tacos, which translates to Life in Tacos, offers up traditional Mexican fare, including cochinita, al pastor, and tinga chicken tacos. But it's the extraordinary taco menu that has us coming back for seconds. I sampled a variety of these outside-the-box offerings, including Korean barbecue tacos served with miso chili mayo, ahi tacos served inside of a cabbage shell, and crispy chicken tacos served with habanero ranch. The Fast Casual Taco Hub is vibrant and offers easy takeout options or seat-yourself dining. Vita E Tacos replaces the shuttered Aji Asian Kitchen. Aside from their colorful dining menu, the spot also features adult slushies and margaritas by the pitcher. And finally, from our news section, a half mill and counting. The source and What If We Could's giving program raises more than $580,000 for local nonprofits by Nicole Vulcan. In years past, the Source Weekly's Give Guide helped local nonprofits get the word out about the work they're doing in the community. But this year, the program went one giant step further by partnering with What If We Could and adding a digital giving component, centraloregongives.com, in which people could donate directly to any nonprofit involved, all from one place. Those giant steps had a giant impact. With the new version of the program called Central Oregon Gives, collecting $580,000 in its inaugural year. While people donated generously to dozens of nonprofits, three raised huge amounts. The top fundraising nonprofit was the Boys and Girls Club of Bend, receiving $134,992 through the program, followed by Saving Grace and First Story. The Boys and Girls Club earned an additional $25,000 in matching funds from an anonymous donor for being the top fundraiser in the program. This campaign was so aptly named Central Oregon Gives, said Boys and Girls Club Executive Director Juliana Williams. As we kick off our 25th anniversary of building great futures for Ben's youth, we're deeply grateful to each donor who gave generously to the Boys and Girls Clubs of Bend. The future is bright. What if we could's founder, Reese Fairbrother and source publisher Aaron Schweitzer are already looking ahead to the next holiday season, aiming to raise $1 million in contributions in 2020. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Source Weekly Podcast. Be sure to pick up your free copy of the Source Weekly wherever you find yourself in Central Oregon or log on to our website, bensource.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Sam Scholl.